0: From the desk below, hip hop. From the desk below, another story is told. Welcome back from the desk below.
1: What up, though? You are now tuned in to From the Desk of Low, brought to you by That Feeling. Go get it.
0: From the Desk of Low. Welcome back from Desk of Low. I have with me. Uh, he gave me a very inspirational message very early on, and uh, it's crazy how things come for a circle. He just released one of the lost G-Mexes, and let me tell you, I've been bumping that for the last couple of days. Fire. He's one half of the legendary group Smith and Wesson. Without further introductions, I have with me, Tech. Here, yeah, salute.
1: What's good? What's good, everybody? My salute, Hope everybody feeling blessed, powerful, having a great day. Let's get
0: it going. All right. Well, how are you doing on this fine October Monday, Tech?
1: Oh man, any day above the ground is beautiful and blessed to be. I have some fun.
0: Right. Um, we just can't hear you that good, Tech. I said, any day above
1: ground is a blessed one. I feel beautiful, no complaints. Got my health, my son and family is good, so it's beautiful.
0: Oh, right. Uh, um, I also understand that you come from a family of f- uh, 15 or 16 siblings?
1: Yeah,
0: 16. Oh, wow. So, um, I can only imagine, too, that... Coming from a very big family too, Dad. You always inspired to have a family of your own one day.
1: Yeah, I did. But I mean, not being the fact that I come from such a huge family made me want to have a big family. It just wanted me. It just gave me a lot of principles and morals about what family is and to be family orientated. So yeah, I did want to have a family. But you know, as a as a young man growing up. All you really want for
0: is a healthy boy or girl or a child, anyway. And you know, once you're blessed with that, everything else is a progression. You take steps with it. That's a fact, right there, too. Um, so I understand when you were coming up in the late, uh, sorry, in the early '90s, too. You didn't talk much. Nah, I'm I'm kind of shy. I'm shy, Gemini. You know, it
1: just I'd rather listen and learn than. Speak and be, you know, seen most of the time. So for me, it, it was it was easy just to grow up under the older OGs, my older brothers, people that I was running in the street with, my uh, mentors, or or you know, just figures that I looked up to that looked like me in the hood. It was it was easy to listen and learn the ins and out of the game and the hood life and street life and then apply it to my own. You know, take what I learned from, Of just like a boxer, you watch tapes of the greats, Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, and you add them to your own style. So being able to listen and learn and add to my own, it was fairly easy until, I guess you could say, the shining when I started really opening up more and letting my voice be heard. Cause you know, it was more than just being quiet. If I had a, a high pitched voice, you know, I was always teased to look like a monkey, or or you was just too violent. You don't talk; you just
0: hitting. So it, it was all types of reasons, but that was one of the main. Right? So you know, it's all good. I was gonna say too, coming from somebody who never talked much too, but you was just soaking everything. Then you did one hell of a debut opening up on the shine, and I's gotta give you that, Cam. Like, wow, Jesus! <laughs> Thank you, man. You know, God. One of the, the
1: most beautiful gifts that God has given us as human to raise up and lift up, to praise to him, to give thanks to him for his many blessings is the voice. And once you learn your voice, don't be afraid to use it, you know, because it's only on you. So be the best you can be.
0: Wow. You know, somebody told me that very early on because um, I didn't like my voice either, but they said that's what—that's what's the beauty about hip-hop. It's unique. Use it to your advantage. Yeah, you, you 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 make distinctions
1: of your voice. Like, just recently, not too long ago in a session with uh, Bernadette Price, you know, our late brother Sean Price White a little fame. Yes. He's like, in tech, your voice is unique, man, and don't ever... Switching to try to change because that's what makes you stand out as an MC as a person as an individual from everything else That's in the game in the world period and to take that coming from another MC that's been in The game as far as long as we have With each other is like I tell you saying thank Yo, I, I cannot do what little Fame or Billy Dan MOP do Sniffer West can't do that They can't do what we do, but it's the voices and the way we interact that make us also unique and special to one
0: another. Yeah, because you can tell when Tech's on a record, too, because, like, you don't just be like, oh, it's kind of hard to tell them apart. It's like, even besides between you and Steel, they're very distinctive voices, so you can tell which one member it is, too. I notice that for a lot of people. They're like, well, which one is who? I'm like, you just gotta listen to the music, young Blood. <laughs> That's it in a nutshell. <laughs> you
1: just gotta, you just gotta do your homework, man. It's like, because today it's like a lot of people that's making music. It seems like they're not fans of the
0: music. They're just fans of what it is that they do. Yeah. So
1: you know, that's what not that's what hurts and separates a lot of artists because it's again it could be that crab in the bucket mentality. No matter where you from, it's just like ah, so and so ain't as nice as me. Oh, I don't fuck with his music like. The old heads or the the mature generation don't fuck with the young Jesus coming out like, ah, I can't get with this mumble rap. But at one time, all this shit was mumble rap to us. And what we was doing was mumble rap to the older heads that was out before we were. I can't get with that badgy jean shit and that shit they talking about. So it's it's always trying to be something that separates us that makes us fight amongst each other, which is corny to me. And,
0: again, that comes from being in a big
1: family. It
0: makes
1: me want to see everybody shine, you know what I mean? And that's... If we can all eat, then we all eat. We
0: all gonna starve? We all gonna starve. But, see, like, nowadays, most people would only want to see themselves when they rarely want to see other people win, too. And that's very rare coming from somebody like you, too, because you have... Albums with people they can only wish they had albums with like Pete Rock and Nine for Wonder, and you're still humble to this day about it. You're like, man, I ain't doing that. I got these guys, but like, it just shows like your character and integrity. And I believe that it's one of a kind. Like, I would be cocky. I I won't front I'll be cocky as hell if I had those albums underneath my belt. <laughs> man, thank you. Man. I'm just, I'm just a
1: humble servant from the Most High, man, a vessel that. Eat. <coughs> Allows allows me to use my gift that he gave me, and my way of giving back is to, to give back to the people that's rocking with Smith and Weston, that's rocking with Tekin Steel boot camp or whoever your choice of music may be. It's just it's all about each one teach one, man, and getting forward because we all trying to get to that next level. Yeah, to be successful. So we got to get there together. Or once we get there. Nobody there to share with or well, you can't you, you always The smartest person in the room You're gonna be fucked up Yeah You can't take nobody criticism You can't ask nobody for advice uh, Life don't work like that It might for a little
0: while But after that It's a wrap I always tell people There's always room for criticism too Like It's not like tearing a person down And just saying what they can do To improve And improve their craft
1: but the thing is, if you're going to criticize, make it constructive. Yes. Don't have it come from a place of malice or hate. And all you do is criticize. You don't give uh, a constructive outlook on it after you criticize. You don't get, well, if you're doing this, then you can try this or make it this way to try to make it better. Or you do doing is destroy it. Yeah. Where's the build up? that? In the God's Lessons. It's called build and destroy. Once you tear down, you rebuild with a stronger foundation. And you let you gotta let the person know what's going on, you have to have some type of experience in it or what you was doing somewhere to be able to build and help that person. Other than that, keep your fucking opinion to yourself and your negative <laughs> and bad energy away.
0: Exactly. We only want positive vibes around us.
1: That's right. No bad
0: energy, like the God Nobs said. I was gonna say that too. Uh, <laughs> it was just been, uh, Lost Tapes Volume Two. Um, speaking of uh Lost Tapes too, uh, I actually wanted to talk to you about the Lost G Mixes too. Um, this is uh, in promotion for your upcoming solo album titled Priceless, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, what made you want to like do a mixtape and release? All some of the most unreleased music from the vault a, as a promotional project. Like, I was just curious behind your intentions with that, Kim.
1: Because it's... Who does that? You don't see that in music too much no more. Everybody's trying to monetize uh, make a buck. I say there's anything wrong with that, but when you're looking at the bigger picture, you're thinking a short-term goal, you're thinking a long-term, long-term relationship that you try to do and build other opportunities. Each time you move, it's supposed to be so thought out and so manipulated, so not manipulated, but so militant that you're thinking three steps ahead, like the chess teachers always say, or the, the kung fu, the defensive boxing teachers tell you, you have to move and think three steps ahead. So, if you, when I was thinking about doing Priceless, I was like, that's gonna be, you can't just. Drop something on people out of unexpectedness, and they think they're gonna catch on right there because the attention span today is real shitty and short, yo.
0: That's a fact. <laughs> I dealt with that many times. A fact.
1: I uh, mean, you come with a five course meal or three course meal, and be like, yo, this is the appetizer, this is the entree, and now we got the dessert for you. So now you taking them through progressions and steps, be like, oh, okay, I get where he was coming from with this. He's setting me up to let me know. To prepare for, it's gonna be different from Smith and Weston, but I am tech of Smith and Weston, so it's still gonna be my flavor. Okay, I, I, I'm just wanting people to know: not on every song you're gonna hear still voice coming behind mine, or you're gonna hear what's going back and forth like you you probably used to. It's gonna be something different, and definitely gonna be something beneficial to each and every one that listens to it that hears it. I hope everybody can get a jewel or something from it. And um, of course I'm gonna have my PNC up there it, it wouldn't be I wouldn't be nothing on here without him So We're well, definitely gonna have PNC for
0: life <laughs> Well, and it also shows too Like the growth as an artist And an individual too Because like most people like Oh, he's from Smith & Weston, But there's also standout tracks like let him lay or devil in a boot dress. I'm like, damn, yo. I'm like, I, I, where's that priceless outcome? We need to hear more of this. But it's like what you said. It's like, it's like, it's like the, it's like the appetizer before the main course, though. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it's been received. You know, even the fact that we give it, that we giving it away free with the sound professional. It's something. It's, it's something different that is letting me know that the people are accepting it well because I can see, it, you know and it's telling me that they're looking forward to hearing Priceless. So, my job is halfway done, but the grind don't stop, you know, so that just lets me know. Get your ass in the lab, push that pin on that pad, and give people what they want. Um,
0: how long were you sitting on these songs too? Because I understand like they were in the vault for, I don't know how long. <laughs> Say it again. I was I understand like some of these songs were in the vault too. So I was curious on like um, the longest songs you ever had in these vaults, like what, like, and how'd you piece this together too? Because like you must have a lot of music in the vault. i mean, to tell you
1: the truth. I I pride myself that I think I took my worth ethic of working on music from the late great Tupac because even when we was working with him with Black Moon. Greg Nice on the One Nation project, that man has so much work. He will, he was a workaholic. He would work non stop. Like he would go from the movie set to another studio session, from a new studio session to a whole another movie and then back to the studio. Damn and I mean, we something. was still we was rocking with him for the whole time. So seeing this for the whole time being there with him, you had to pick up something and I think I was blessed. The, the his work ethic like that. And um I think the longest joint on practice that I had I mean, well on the Lord's G mixes, it may be Uh I don't know. I think Let 'em Lay might be about four years old to join with Black Rob. Wow. That might be about four or five years old. But, you know, recording it and trying to get it right and getting up with BR to do things right, you know, Time waits for no man and it passes on. And then, as you get older and wiser or more mature, you don't even have to get older. You just mature in your thoughts and in your moves. Things come back, like you said, full circle. Like we've been kicking it over a while now. Now, this interview is in full tuition. Yeah. So, things come back to you and come back up to you, and now you're in a better position to make something happen. You're like, all right, now it's time for that. Then, wasn't the time? Most I don't make no mistakes. That wasn't the time. Now is the time for it, and it's, it's
0: a beautiful thing. They say everything happens for a reason, as well, too. Yeah, right. Um, this is a question that I've always heard rumors about, but I wanted to wait till I actually had interactions with you to ask you this. Is it really true you got Tupac to stop smoking cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I gotta know. <laughs> That's what you heard? Yes, sir. Hey. I
1: mean, that's that's what I heard, too. So... <laughs> well, we both hear the same thing. But i got to be true about it, right?
0: Yeah, that's a fact. Um, so... You know,
1: was the beautiful thing, like, Pac was my brother and a Gemini the same way Big was my brother and a Gemini, man. Like, these was my, my good friends, my brothers. And to this day, I miss both of them like the same way I miss my other brother Sean Price, man. He, that's uh, one of the reasons the album is called Priceless. Indeed. we living in a world without Sean Price. Uh, our keys and principles are different. And just life itself is priceless, man. These beautiful children that these monsters, that some monsters are devouring out here. Someone... You know has to we love the babies like Wu-Tang say man. Really. without the babies and a beautiful black woman there is no us and once we're taken out of the home there is nobody to show these babies guidance or to help raise young boys into men to learn how to be men and love black women and love just each other as brothers you know what i mean it, it's so much that priceless cover that I wanna to try to get it to cover and people to understand that it may go over some people's head for the first moment or two, but I think, I think that, you know, we have very intelligent millennials and people of, of more maturity and up in age that knows what time it is. We have more people that's awoken these days than ever before. And um, I think they're gonna get it, man, and, and appreciate
0: it. That's very true. Like in this day and age, a lot of people are like awoken too because, like, back then, the information wasn't as easy as to get. Now, you can just get information right in the palm of your hand.
1: Yeah,
0: te- technology is a double-edged sword,
1: man. You can, it's all how you want to open your antennas up and receive it. That's all.
0: That's so true. right there to get, it. and all you got to do is keep
1: your head to the street and get it. Like they say, you ain't no new music, ain't no hip-hop out. Brother, we have satellite radio, we have pirate radio. There's so many ways to get your favorite artist music. All you got to do is put a little work and effort into it and go get it. Stop waiting for every blessing that's going to come your way to fall out of the sky or fall into your lap. But it don't work like that. No, yeah. You might get lucky and find a bag of money or a steak or a gold chain every now and then in the garbage, even a broke clock is right one, two times a day, but nah, you got to work and
0: hustle and grind. That's a fact, because nothing becomes easy in this world. Um, So with the upcoming release of Priceless 2, would you consider this um, your most personal album to date? Yes,
1: yes. I mean, I did a couple of solo mixtapes before it is what it is. Uh, tech, Elamine, Dawn, twenty-four carat smoke. Um, but yeah, but I, I wasn't moving. My life was different. I was in a whole different mindset. I was in a different zone. I, I was, I was totally different. And I think Priceless is going to showcase that too because now I'm more. I'm I'm even steps ahead from where I was back then.
0: Well, you also got to experience a lot more life too. Like like you even got to travel to Prague. Like that's across the that's across the pond just for your music. Exactly. And that's a blessing.
1: We did Smith and Wesson alone just did half of this summer on a European tour, so you know, it's 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 a blessing to be able to travel the world one time, but to do it and come back and do it again two, three, four times now you get a chance to slow down and see what you've been missing when you was just ripping and running thinking
0: you was going to miss something yeah
1: actually wasn't missing nothing now you get to see that and it's beautiful because you remember those memories and those experience and those moments and you get you can write about it and talk about it and share
0: it. do you uh sometimes when you're on tour do you sometimes just throw on the headphones and go exploring Say it again? Sometimes when you're on tour, like when you guys like like before the show or after the show, do you like kind of just like throw in the headphones and go, go exploring like on your days off on tour? Yeah,
1: sometimes. So, I mean, my partner still, he does that shit a lot. He don't even need no
0: headphones.
1: He just <laughs> wants to find shit and do it. And me, I'm more, as I said, I'm more uh, an introvert to myself type of person, more quiet, and I might just chill in my room because I got my portable speaker and my rhyme book and start writing down my ideas, okay. walk around for a little bit, nothing too crazy, and come back and finish writing, hit the gym in the hotel, okay. and that'd be my night. And tell the show or tell the next city that we do it. And I do it all over. It makes a lot, make prayer, tell Allah, thank you. And, and we do it all over again, repeat the next day.
0: And also too, like I love when you post on your Instagram like the different foods you get to try overseas too. Like I believe you posted a, a, a octopus cocktail. I was like, damn, you know, I would try that. <laughs>
1: yeah, popo, octopus is so delicious, man. And i I've, I've been blessed to have it, tasted, prepared three different ways: grilled, broiled, and uh, you know, a little shimmered over some good white wine sauce over spaghetti and some good cooking and it's it tastes beautiful you know a lot of people get turned off just by seeing the tentacles and you know and they be like oh gosh these little sticky things you gotta swallow them (laughs) like come on man open up your mind man like your taste buds get experience of something different you can't just eat bags of potato chips and heroes from the corner store all your life,
0: B. Yeah, because you never know what you may like if because you, you, can't, you can't knock it to your child, I always tell people. There you go, exactly. Um, <laughs> what's the craziest thing you ever had overseas, like eaten? Like, like was it alligator or... Um...
1: Alligator is actually delicious also.
0: Okay. I see. I, I always imagine it um, tastes like chicken for I some think reason. Monkey
1: brains before that was probably the weirdest thing. Oh wow! Jeez.
0: That was probably the craziest thing. Like, uh, I ate horse before. Okay. Um,
1: shark, of course. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I think I think the most weirdest thing had to be monkey brains, and uh, we we ate that over in Japan.
0: Yeah, wow, jeez. It was in the early, er, in the earlier years. I, I, I hope they fried it. I really hope they fried it. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking about that Hannibal movie when he's feeding the guy his own brain. I'm like, yeah, I hope he fried it. Uh,
1: that was a delicacy right there, bro. <laughs> I never tasted human brain. I.
0: There's some sick
1: motherfuckers
0: out here mentally. I, I yeah. don't want to
1: get none of that in my system. So yeah, yeah. I
0: stay away from human brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a fact. It's also a crime too. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a crime if you get caught. That's true. That's a fact. Um, so with Priceless, uh, do you have like something special coming with it? Like, would you say like? Um, like a package, like vinyl, or maybe like a CD, DVD, or merch? Or you don't want to give none of that away right now?
1: I mean, we, we're we're still in a, in a, uh, the motions of recording everything, getting the game playing together. So yeah, we definitely do, we definitely have some merch that will be coming out with it. We're definitely looking into the vinyl. We're actually looking for a, a, a beautiful home for that one, accepted. it know what to do with it and listen to our ideas so we can, you know, make it received and put out there the best way possible. Uh, I'm not trying to cut any corners. I'm not trying to rush with it. I'm not just trying to make a quick dollar and fall back. I, it, this, As an artist, you you love to grow. And I think growth is beautiful and every day. Like I don't, I may not write every day or in the studio every day listening to beats, but when it, the inspiration comes for artists, it's beautiful to even see it in motion, to see it played out, and to see how certain songs come together and ideas are formed, it's, 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 it's like magic. It's like a beautiful boxing match, where you see the art forms... And the voice come together over the music and you know what the engineer is listening to. He's a trained air and the an MC is it's just so beautiful, man. I love I love to do it. So like again I'm 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 trying to put it right together, right, man, and give the people what it is that I would
0: want. Well it's also your passion too because like it just like what you said too, you're not just doing it for a quick buck, you're doing it for the love of it too. And I believe that's what makes timeless music is when you put your heart into heart into it.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean even some artists fall into slumps and you know, writer's block or whatever they wanna call it or but as long as they're still doing it for the love of the passion and heart is there you 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 get over that and you you find a way to get up out of that shit and write some of your best work like uh, pressure bust pipes and for me I, I think I perform better when my back is up against the wall it? it I, I come out like a
0: wolf yeah.
1: that's what it is a
0: wolf brother yeah cause when you're backed up into a wall the only way to go out is front there you go there you go and we definitely ain't falling to the ground taking it like no bitch nah. <laughs> we fall down
1: seven times get up eight that's
0: all that's a fact um. So, you have a large discography of music, too, but I was curious on some of the genres outside of rap that you love to listen to, because I always was curious on your playlist and what that's like. Man, I listen to everything. I just started
1: doing more of the DJing things, getting booked for little gigs here and there. Just the DJ, not even performing. Tech or Smith & Weston, just the DJ and vibe out. And it's it's dope. Just to look out on the crowd and see the way your music selection is is rocking the parties that have people moving. So I, I listen to some of everything. I listen from spoken words to gospel to jazz to R&B. Of course, hip-hop. And it, it's, serious. it's serious. I love some John Po I love oh. Nina Simone. I love listening to even Mighty Clouds of Joy. I love some Marvin sat Anything... Oh can move the body, man, and make the mind open up and take you on a journey, man. It's it's even some of the young homies out here that's making some dope, dope hip-hop music.
0: Wow. That's actually inspirational to hear that you would listen to a spoken word album. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. my daddy used to play the sax and drums, so all types of music open up the soul and the mind. You can travel with that. It's just like opening up a book to read, man. You you let that music take you away and you 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 hear certain horns and keys it's like they're talking to you and
0: just in a melodic form you you just drift away it's like oh oh, oh, i like how you said it's like a melodic form and you drift away i get that way (laughs) when i hear a dreamland by you and steel um just the things that you guys say now like sometimes like takes me back to when I was a kid, like that Army fatigue, like we really lived that life. You came from that life too. Like that wasn't a fad. Like your family was in the military. Not at
1: all. Not at all. The men in my family, a lot of men in my family went through the military route. Uh, One of my oldest brothers, one of my favorite brothers was a drill sergeant, made careers out of it. So a lot of the fatigues I was wearing was government, army issues, really Combat boots and fatigues. As we got more involved in the Shrina and our own, then we started getting Timberlands or Mountain Gears or, uh, what's the other joints, man? Yeah, the shits is right there. The squares joints, we started putting the fashion to it and making it hoodwear, make it look dope in the hood, rocking it a little baggy here and there. You know, throwing a polo top on with it or a hill figure or whatever the case may be, and, and that was the that was the fatigue. That was the dress code right there. So you, you your mind was always
0: sharp, militant minded and you was ready to rock. And you had to dress that part. And also, like you never know, like what can influence people too that you may not even may know. Because I said this to uh, Mister Blake. Um, every time I see Timberlands and Heerties i think of smith and wesson that was the whole reason why i started wearing tims and hoodies was because of youtube because like i bumped that album to shining every day in 12th grade i don't know what it was i was just on that duck down vibe in high school though but like it's Ain't nothing wrong with that right? <clears throat> you know i mean that's, that's dope when your fashion can open up the minds of a younger generation
1: older generation just through music and videos and visuals. That's why it's so important like that. And um, yeah, that was just, I don't think we were so fashion-mind orientated
0: at that time. We was just rocking what we thought was dope to us. Yeah, just being and yourself. It was, it was comfortable. we go get the
1: parachute pants from the weed spots and be like, nigga, ain't nobody rocking me. Wait till I get the constructs or the Black Checkers or the Thames with 40 below and I'm gonna crush this. Ooh. That 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 was the vibe we was on, man. And you know, it's just you you look good, you feel good. Well, right? you gotta smell like and look like success, even though you may not be at that point of success that you want to. Nobody outside your circle, outside yourself, gotta know that. Yeah, Don't you carry it correct.
0: Yeah, because it's all about how you carry yourself too. Because not everybody needs to know what you're going through too. Like I some of the most strongest things, like people never say. There you go. <laughs> um. I consider you to be one of the very first rappers to rap over a video game sample beat, uh, Super Brooklyn. Uh, Do you consider yourself one of those too? I mean, I don't, I don't,
1: I never really thought about it that deep or looked into it like that. I mean, that was just a beat that a lot of people had passed on that the producers. Had made and once we heard it, we was like, Man, send
0: that. (laughs) People passed on that beat. Wow,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just like, Send that, bro. Let us get that. We already got an idea of what we want to do to that. And Super Brooklyn was born.
0: Well, oh, yeah, wow. Well, also, like, some of your um music, too, like. I'll tell you this right now, if I ever get married, that song Monumental that you guys have with Tyler Woods, I would play that at a wedding too, because it's just the feel that you get from that song too. It was like a celebration.
1: Oh man, give
0: thanks, man. Appreciate that. All right. That's a big beautiful. fact. I was, and if, that, if I ever do get married too, I'm going to keep my words for that and send you that video. Ah, uh, your, your, your future. Your future bride might be listening to this interview. She'll seek you out. It'll happen. it into existence. <laughs> well, um, also, too, like, you don't. when people, like, think of rap, they like, oh, it's shoot em up dun-dun. Done, done. There's actually poetry in these verses that you guys lay down, too. Everything from roses to time to say. That's, that's modern I consider that modern day poetry. Oh, man. Give thanks.
1: Again, thank you. Yeah, I mean... The art of hip hop is poetry, the, even from the breaking, even from the graffiti, the way the hand moves, the way that you hold the paint, it's all poetry in motion. That's the words flowing over a beat or the words coming, rolling off of your tongue and just being pronounced certain ways, not just because it rhymes don't make it poetry, it's all the motion in it and and how it's put together, the story behind it and where it takes the listener or the reader from one point to an apex, and then bring them down and sort of ease them out of the way of trouble, or let them know this can end up, this can be detrimental. If this is the route you take. So it's all poetry, and it is all about writing it in a way you you gotta present the package to the person. That's all. It's gonna is poetry and feel good to the ears. That's what it is. Feel good music.
0: Indeed, feels good to the ears. Indeed. Do you have... And the soul. Oh, well, yeah. Like, that's what I love about music, too. When it actually... T- when you make a connection just by words and touches the soul of people, like that that's a powerful tool right there. That's it, bro.
1: That's
0: it. Do you have um, a particular favorite verse that you just always refer to? It's like, that's my favorite verse. Like, I was in the zone when I made that. Or you kind of don't do that.
1: Um... Mm. Nah, I let the people talk about it and do that.
0: Okay.
1: I, you, you you let the people talk about how good and how nice you are, and this one, he must have been this. I just do it as I feel it. Oh. If I say favorite verse I have, it would be a Lakeston Hughes poem. Oh, it wow. Be, for me, ain't been no crystal stair, and I, I apply that to my everyday living, everyday.
0: Wow. Um, do you read a lot of books, Tuck?
1: I try to, especially now that I'm uh, getting to the 40 years of age. I try to, to keep the mind sharp and, you know, stay up to date of what's going on. I just uh, purchased the Rick Rose book the other
0: day. I got like 20 more pages left. I just got that yesterday. Oh, wow. Hurricane! you're right through that, eh? <laughs>
1: yeah, I got like 20 more pages left for that to read.
0: Okay. Um, well, I actually that was leading on to my next question too about um, reading a lot of books too. Um, have you ever considered writing a book?
1: Me personally, no, I haven't. I think my partner still he he he's a dope ass writer, man. And I think he was he had a couple of offers or meetings about it. So I think it may be. I don't want to speak out of turn. Yeah. If anything, I was speaking into existence. I think he may have something coming. I I hope so. I'm not a thousand percent sure, though.
0: Well, I always say this, too, because with all the biographies and um, many series that you see coming out, like how he did with um, NWA and Wu-Tang, like, I think it's about that time to tell the Bob Deep and Duck Down story pretty soon, too, because... Yeah,
1: we we are actually in the works with, uh, the brother, the intelligent mastermind, Kevin Powell, with making the, uh, the boot camp documentary, not just Smith & Wesson, but us as a collective. So we're definitely in the works for that. We're coming up on our 25th anniversary of The Shining for Smith & Wesson. So we're just trying to cross our T's and dot our I's.
0: Um, So with that being said too, like the actual, that coming into fruition too, you're very, like, because you guys must have stories that were behind the scenes that, you guys may put in that, or you guys may not, like, because obviously, things happen behind the scenes that not everybody knows, right?
1: Right, yeah, there's a couple of dibble a thousand and secrets revealed. Well, not really secrets, just
0: things that the public or everybody wasn't privy to know, yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely a few of those in there, definitely. Yeah, because when I was watching the Wu Tang series, I was like, damn, Ghostface was with Reza's sister, I would have lost her um, if I was Reza. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, but you know, then um I was fortunate enough to be taught the game of chess by old Dirty's father, rest in peace, to both of those men. So Wow. Old Dirty used to live right up the block from me out in Bad Brooklyn, so I was I was kinda of privy to a lot of that insider info that was that was going on with the uh, my man born from the East. uh. Uh, a bunch of VA cats that I was running around with in VA. Uncle Tim and Mike had them, you know, Shane, Black. So it's a few things that, you know, we we had inside knowledge about. Salute Chef Raekwon, of course. Go salute the whole move, man. And, um, as you see, Buck got a joint for meth on a new Black Moon album, Rise Black Moon Rising album. That's dope. So, yes. you know. It's, it's, it's good to see that they even incorporated that and opened up the doors a little bit to let, you know, people in to see what's truly happening.
0: Well, yeah, also, too, like, even with Rock, with his AP, clicks and clams, like the Wu Tang and Duck Down I was like, holy shit, this is fire. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: man, they've been rocking with Meth and Red Man since Magnum Force, you know, I ain't having that. So it's always. It's always like Sean Price said it best, man. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. can't Click ain't nothing to Wu-Tang. You know what I mean? You had to let that sink in and get the meaning of what it was. So from day one, we've been rocking with them. Even even Raekwon with Smith & Wesson on the the uh, Hurricane G joint. And it's like Black Trump and so many other songs that we got to the join on Dreamland. So, you know, it's, it's like... When you build the bond, that's that's what gets you through life. Your bonds and friendships that you make with your certain peers and your family, and it's, it's important that you keep those people close.
0: That's very true too, because like if you look throughout the years too, I said this to um, either Mister Blake or Evil D. Um, Duck Down lasted um, throughout Death Row and Bad Boy. Like that's like that's so rare to see nowadays. Like and label lasts that long.
1: Yeah, man, but we, we took our bumps and bruises. We was in the
0: trenches with it. That's why it's boot camp. We ain't we ain't got that monica for nothing. Well, you get I, I love how you say you guys went in the trenches too because I tell you one time when I was bumping wreck time, I was walking through some dark ass alleys in high school. I don't know what I was on back then, but <laughs> I was in my I was I was all I was on my bullshit back then, I'll keep it a buck.
1: Oh shit, yeah. There you go, man. You live and you learn For real though Military minded You Get it out We got to get it As long as you, you You stand for something It's gonna It's gonna happen It may not happen overnight It may not happen In the first Three five years But it's
0: gonna happen and, that,
1: and, and believe
0: And that's another thing That people Don't realize too Like they expect Everything to happen overnight It's like Dents take time Yeah man I don't fuck with nobody
1: Trying to skip out On the steps And ladders <laughs> you, want, you
0: think you just gonna jump up the escalator? Nah, that shit ain't gonna happen. They be falling right back down. <laughs> oh
1: man, busting your head, trying to keep
0: up. Um, so I've been told to ask very unique questions too, and I heard. I'm uh, sorry, I heard from you. Uh, half a mill was a big influence on you. Yeah, half a mill. Rest
1: in peace. That was our brother, man, from Albany Projects. Another Brooklyn night. Great dude, great heart. Great on the mic, game was crazy. You know, we, he was. We was uh, rocking with our, his cousin, our man. We call him Pretty Boy Unique. And um, rest in peace, Flam. That whole family, you know. And he, he must have been magical or something about him. You see, he was rocking with Nas and the Firm, so they they recognized his talent. And um, he's he's definitely missed, never forgotten about. Him.
0: I was gonna say that's how he found Half a Mel too, because I believe he has his own solo on the firm too. I was like, "Yo, who the hell is this guy?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That half was that niggas. I was actually
1: trying to get a verse to put on Priceless for from Half, but no, it's it's so much shit, man.
0: Yeah. Um. Can you remember the very first time that you met Half a Mel? The very first time? Well,
1: yeah. I was see Half. We would hang out during high school and oh wow. We would hang out in the hood. He would have the green rain. We'd be right, right in the hood. I'd be on my dirt bike, my motorcycle, and I, you know, we're bumping to each other in the hood all the time. So the first time wasn't it, it was every time was like the first time. It would be so dope. We would get some bottles of Moe, pop <laughs> up, have some dice games, some some cybers. It was it was even more than rap. It wasn't a bunch of. It was Cyphers back then, but it, everybody knew what it was. So it was just love and happy to be around each other, man. It was just, we was doing more than just music with each other. It was, it was, it was Bonds again and street mentality and shit that was going down. So, you know what I mean? It was, it was good times.
0: That's a fat. Well, it also brings the music that much better too, because like, it's like that, like you said, you guys had Cyphers back then too, but you guys were friends before anything. Exactly. Um, I got. I gotta ask this too, cause like I've been on a dirt bike, but like not in the city. What's it like riding a dirt bike in NYC? Bike life, man. I
1: can show you better than
0: I can tell you. Uh, Um, Do you still have dirt bike? Like, do you still ride bikes? Nah, I don't own. I don't own a bike
1: at this time and moment. I um still bike life to to in the heart, but yeah. uh, I'd rather go on four wheels now. Like, of course I can still ride. It, that's nothing. Oh, yeah.
0: It's like second nature.
1: Yeah, like in the summertime, I, I'm like, I'm, you know, everybody, my man's that'll still try to get me to ride every summer. You get a bike. you <laughs> like, nah, I'll just give me your bike for about two hours.
0: <laughs> I'll be good with that. <laughs> but
1: I, I'm straight with that.
0: Okay. Um, so if you have been... A lot more coming up too. Um, I'm mostly excited about Priceless too because you said that that will be your most personal album too. But, and it also shows the growth, even when I go back and listen to the All too. that's one hell of a project by the way too. Like the reception yes, that you guys got from that is crazy. Yes, I love
1: it, I love it. I mean, of course, it, I think personally it should be bigger than what it is, especially on sales wise and in different places, but you
0: know, it, it is what it is. Just keep working and grind on stuff. Yeah, like this this album is Grammy worthy right here. I'm saying that right here. This is Grammy worthy right here. Just from start to finish. I was like, I don't know who they have running the Grammys, but they need to get some of these younger people in there because, I was like, hey, Smith Weston, <laughs> right here, right here. There you go. <laughs> it's like. Recognize a, and realize. That's a fact. It's like what you said, too, speaking to existence. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, yes, sir. Um. Well, Tech, um, I won't take up most of your time. Um, this is a question that I ask everybody at the end of each episode, too. Um, with my speech impediment, I actually said the wrong question to Steele. He thought I said in a thug's place. I meant to say dark place, but I told him that after. <laughs> um, so, with that being said, um, do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light? Pray.
1: Get on your knees Open your mouth And pray To the most For for me being Child of Islam And Muslim We pray to Allah Your God may be someone else Whatever his name may be You may Not even believe in God you may just believe in a higher power Other than yourself mm. But prayer works That brings me out of dark places A lot of times And a strong family structure man, When you have a strong team foundation. You can just call up your man or your homegirl, whatever it is, not somebody that you necessarily got to be fucking or whatever, just yeah. your homegirl or your boy, your partner, whatever, and just talk to them and just let them know what's on your mind or what you're going through and pray again. I'm not on my dean as I should be. I, we, we're, Our obligation is to pray five times a day. I try to get in as much as possible, you know. And um, it really helps, man. Prayer and believing, keeping the faith, and keeping pushing. Because everybody's no is not your no. It don't apply to you all the time. And all these memes that you see on social media don't get caught up in that shit. Because it don't apply to everybody either, man. It's, it's to each his own. Your life is different. You're original. And pray. That's it.
0: And also live life instead of just looking at a screen and letting it tell you how you should feel. You gotta There
1: you go. Use your mind and your brain while you can still use it, and it works properly. You don't have to be all force-fed. Even if you read something, you can still Google it and see if it's true or not for yourself. Do your own
0: research. Yeah, I and mean, we do you have the tools to use that, people. Yes, sir. Um, so with this being said to you, I love how it did come full tuition now. Um, I always loved your music, and I'm always going to love it, but now I'm going to love it 20 times more because, <laughs> cause, you know, I never would have expected this. Like, all I wanted in life was a Crooked Eye interview, and then I was going to quit. I never <laughs> I never would have expected any of this. Did you get the Crooked Eye interview? I did. Oh, man. And that was like a... That was uh. Trying to reach out to Crook I. I was trying to get in contact
1: with him. If you speak to him again, let him know I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to
0: get in contact with. Him. Oh, most definitely, sir. Yeah, I will definitely do that, sir. Because uh, Crook and Smith and Wesson, or even just a Crook and Tech. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. All Here right. No. Um, and also too, that was uh episode ten. I'm on episode like 157 now.
1: Yeah, see, God is good, man. Huh? It
0: just is. What? It is. But this is my passion, though. Like ever since, like I can remember, I wasn't one of those kids who would run to the TV and like watch cartoons. I always like watched like the news or like the little documentaries. And then I remember when Double XL The Source came out, I had like so much stacks. So, like, why do you have so much magazine? I'm like, I just love reading this stuff. Yeah, that, yeah. That,
1: that, again, like you said, that's your passion. But me, growing up, I was definitely into my cartoons, man, and toy collection, racetracks, remote control cars, and and helicopters, joints like that, That I love that, man, I need to find me a good RC right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, at this day and age, too, they probably can go for a lot faster, a lot faster than they did yeah, back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you need a lot of open space. I lost so many of those
1: under car tires, rolling in the intersections, and... Losing control,
0: <laughs> yeah, cars running over them. Yeah, man,
1: work, but yeah, that
0: was my joints right there. Um. So, uh, Tech, do you have anything um uh, that you want to plug in before I let you go, Ken? Um. Definitely, please. I want to just
1: say thank you for the support on the Lost G mixes. If you don't have it, go to Tech Smith and Wesson. T E K S M I F N W E S S U N dot Bandcamp.com and uh, you can download it for free. It's right there. It's up to you. You wanna make a donation or not? It's on you. Appreciate it either way. Just make sure you get it. Um, you can hit me on on the social media as far as Twitter or or the uh, IG. Go at Tech Smoky Live. I don't fuck with Facebook. I don't deal with Facebook. That is not me. I don't have anything to deal with that page. Mm. That's a fan page, I have no access to it I don't even check it So if you've been hitting me one Why I haven't been getting back to you That's the reason
0: Also <laughs> oh, just go on IG too Everyone uses IG nowadays Yeah, there you go IG,
1: Twitter, <laughs> Tech Smokey Live T E K S M O
0: K E L A H, Boom shot and I'll definitely be putting the link to the band camp link first So people can tap all the way in if they haven't Which they should be Give thanks, King, give thanks Give thanks. With that being said, <clears throat> this is a full circle episode and also a classic. I know I say classics love, but I really do be dropping yeah. classics. It's another classic episode from a desk low, featured my guy, Tech. Priceless song come. Boom, 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 boom shot. Boom, boom, boom shot. And we out.